Welcome to Skin Care Moxie, the podcast to educate, inform, and empower you to care for and love the skin you're in. Presented by The A Method, the medical-grade skincare brand co-founded by induction therapy CEO Angelia Insko in collaboration with renowned cosmetic dermatologist Dr. Tina Alster. Welcome, listeners. I'm Kelly Fletcher, co-host of Skincare Moxie. If you're new to the podcast, each week I go behind the scenes with skincare expert and formulator Angelia Insko. She is co-founder of the A Method, which is a medical-grade skincare line, and she's famous for being the inventor of the collagen pen microneedling device. We discuss many interesting topics surrounding skincare and health in general in hopes that we can help improve lives, especially the lives of women, as that is a mission both Angelia and I share and are very committed to. Angelia, it's good to be here with you this week, and I'd love you to share a bit kind of go back down memory lane for a minute and talk about how you got into the skincare industry. Hey, Kelly, it's great to be here with you once again, doing the Skincare Moxie podcast. And my journey in the skincare industry has been a very long one. Um, And I love skincare and I love to learn and I continually read studies to be sure that I'm on top of what's going on in the skincare market and to dispel maybe myths that's out there in the skincare market. Right, because one of the things we do on this podcast is we dispel myths about the skincare industry. And I think it's so interesting that over the past years, you've also gotten very interested and you're doing a lot of training and taking classes in the realm of holistic health and energy work. Tell us a bit about that and how you got into it and and how it helps us overall, even with with skin health. Well, if you think about when you're studying all these plants and these energies, natural energies that come from plants. So if you think about an antioxidant, in other words, that's like a vitamin C. You could think citrus fruits have that. So all of our ingredients that are doing something to our skin and in our bodies usually originate from something natural. And oftentimes after that, they're synthesized in a lab to repeat the same effects that you would get from the natural product out in nature. So what got you interested? It's not like you don't have a million other things to do. And I know you're taking a class at Cornell and a couple other classes and you're always reading books, plus you're running a company. So what is it that really got you interested in going down this path of studying not just the health of skin, but of mind, body and spirit? Because we're all one. We're equal components of all of those parts and we need to stay healthy through and through to be the healthiest person we can be. Everything going in, on inside of us affects what's going on outside of us and everything outside of us affects what's going on inside of us. Well, that's, that's really true. And that's a good way to look at it. I'm going to have to, I have to think about that and journal about it. <laughs> that's how I process things is by journaling. But you know, the irony is that all those things that you're learning, the classes you're taking, the course you're taking at Cornell, guess what? And they all have one thing in common You take them online from your laptop or your device, your laptop, your iPad or your phone. So I think it's very apropos that today we're talking about blue light and what blue light can do to damage your skin. And if blue light skincare is helping your skin or if it's a bunch of hype or if it's hurting your skin, I think it's safe to say that the next time you snap a selfie or zoom in for a closer look or you're on a Zoom meeting, These are things that you need to think about. So your smartphone, along with tablets, laptops, TV screens, 
gives off this blue light and the exposure could be changing your skin. So, Angelia, explain exactly what blue light is. So, blue light is a spectrum of visible light, not to be confused with UVA or UVB, which we talked about last week on the sunscreen episode. The other colors in this visible light spectrum are red, orange, yellow, green, indigo, and violet. You may know them by the acronym ROY G. BIV. I, I think I remember learning that in art class in elementary school when they taught you the spectrum of colors and Correct. they gave you that acronym to try to remember them. So we're talking about the blue light today. So Kelly, I also want to point out that one of the things that we see with all these visible rays of light is rainbows in the sky. Right. So there is something yeah. beautiful that comes from them as well. Right. I always love it when I see a good rainbow. Together, all of these lights that we've talked about in the spectrum, Roy G. Biv, make up the white light that you see when you see the sun. So as we talked about on the sunscreen episode last week, ultraviolet or UV rays, which are linked to skin damage, it can affect your skin. Also, I read that fluorescent and LED light bulbs can also give off blue light. This is correct, Kelly. So just we talked about on our sunscreen episode last week about why it was important to wear sunscreen inside. And, and that's one of the reasons it's the light all around us is emitting blue light. But this is really interesting. I read a study that noted the average screen time went from just under nine hours per day, which still seems like a heck of a lot, to 13.5 hours per day during the pandemic. And I can kind of believe nine hours a day if you think about a lot of people who work on computers or some type of screen all day. Plus, then with there was nothing to do during the pandemic. So in addition to working on their computers all day, you were on your phones more. and We were binge watching Netflix on iPads and TV, and it really got out of control. So if you think about going from nine to 13 and a half hours on your devices, now that many jobs are allowing workers to remain remote, we're still on our screens for meetings like like Zoom. I have a million. I feel like I have a. I feel like I have four or five Zoom meetings a day. Normally, those meetings would have been in person. Correct. Now they're on a screen. So, Angelia, what kind of damage can excessive blue light do to our skin? It can do the same type of damage, Kelly, as being out in the sun. Okay, so it's oxidative stress coming from free radicals that's produced from light. And over amounts of any amount of light is not good for your skin. Although, obviously, we need some light because that also affects our serotonin levels. Right, and vitamin D levels. Correct. So I read that there's still a lot of research going on about this because obviously we're just coming out of the pandemic. We're not completely out. We're seeing a surge in cases again here in July, especially where we live most of the time in Florida. And so the biggest dose of, of blue light we get is still from the sun, but we have to be mindful that we're getting exponentially more because of the screen time. So what's the number one skin concern that we need to be worried about when it comes to blue light? Well, with any light period, it's photoaging. So, and the blue light has that same effect, as we said, as being out of the sun, but it can cause hyperpigmentation. It can cause degradation of collagen. So it's causing your cells to become toxic, and then they divide with more toxic cells, and that, in turn, starts destroying good cells. So that's why we want to prevent that from happening, because that's going to create your skin to age much quicker. So when it starts creating more 
bad cells. Is that what you're referring to? That's like free radicals, right? Right. Free radicals okay. causes the, the damage. Okay. It's free called radicals. oxidative stress. That's oxidative stress. Okay. So hyperpigmentation, we talk about that on this podcast all the time. And you just mentioned collagen damage. So other than fine lines and wrinkles, when we have collagen damage, what results does it lead to or what is it doing to our skin? So Kelly, think about that collagen as the mattress pad of your skin. So it's nice and thick and plump. And when that gets destroyed, that's when you get skin laxity and your skin starts to sag and it starts to thin down. And then that's when everybody starts running and getting those fillers. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Get injecting needles in your face so you can plump them back up. So so I can tell you that I easily spend 10 to 12 hours on the screen per day. And so <laughs> now there's one more thing I have to worry about being on the on screen more than I ever have been. I'm working from home a lot. What do you recommend to protect our skin from blue light? It would be the same thing, Kelly, as if you're getting out in the sun. It's going to protect your skin as well from blue light. So like vitamin C's, antioxidants, retinols to keep stimulating your collagen and sunscreen to protect you. And you need it whether you're inside or outside. So blue light is just the same as the sun damage that we get from UVA and UVB. Is it just not quite as potent? But then if we add on all this screen time, that's when we're going to see more cumulative damage from all of it. Yeah. And I think Kelly, the thing about it is, is, you know, like when you get out in the sun, you get sunburn and that's a warning. Oh, I'm damaging my skin. But because when we're on the blue light, we don't get that. I think people, it kind of just sneaks up on people, all the damage that it's doing. And it's doing it so slowly that we don't realize that it's happening. And we think, oh, nothing's happening. So we don't protect ourselves from it. Right. Like, I think during the pandemic, one of the things that I enjoyed about the pandemic was not feeling like I had to put on makeup every day or that maybe I didn't do my entire skincare routine. If, if I thought, well, if I don't have any zoom meetings today, or I don't have any until this afternoon, even though I'm going to be on my screen all morning, I'm probably not going to do my skincare routine or whatever till after lunch. So that just exposed me even more. That's like bare naked skin out in the sun. Correct. Yeah. Not a good thing. So we've seen all of these products. All you have to do is Google it. And actually, we got this idea for this podcast because I was talking to a millennial and she was talking about blue light skincare products. And I said, oh, I didn't know there was such a thing. And she said, yes, you know, all these blue light skincare product lines have been popping up and I've been looking into them and I've been thinking about switching over my skincare to a blue line skincare product line. And I just wondered, is it necessary to purchase skincare products specifically indicated for blue light therapy? No, Kelly, it's not. And I remember you calling me that day. Yeah. That somebody brought that up to you and asking me about blue light skincare and did a method work for blue light. And, you know, one of the things that really upsets me is when that people market something to lead people to believe that this is targeting and doing something that maybe something else doesn't do or trying to get them to just to spend extra money. Or something, And, you know, the, the thing about it is, is the FDA isn't monitoring whether that's got blue light on it or not and whether that really works for blue light. Um, that's just all marketing hype. So any skincare that has an antioxidant, a sunscreen and a retinol in it, which you should be doing every day anyway, is also helping you target blue light. So I would say that, you know, for your iPads and your phones, those protector screens, you get to go on there to protect your screen. 
you can get them with blue light filters in them. So that's an extra additive way that you can help also with the blue light coming from your computers. So it's last week we did a whole episode on sunscreen and listeners, if you if you didn't hear that one, go back and listen because it really plays right into our blue light episode because at the end of the day, it's pretty simple. It's just wear sunscreen. All the the other products that are preventative and anti-aging, like making sure you stay on retinol so you get cellular turnover, making sure you're on vitamin C because that fights free radicals and gives an extra layer of protection to your skin. It's an antioxidant. But then you got to have your sunscreen. If you go back to our sunscreen episode, we talked a lot about the two ingredients that you need in sunscreen. Angelia, do you want to elaborate a little bit more on that and on the purpose of a mineral sunscreen? Sure, Kelly. So absolutely. So, you know, you could put on a mineral sunscreen every day. Always use the ones that have zinc and titanium in them. Please don't use the ones that has chemical sunscreen because they also can do some damage themselves in their own way, although they are protecting you from the sun as well. But you should have those in, even if you're inside daily. And I think a lot of us think even if we go outside and it's cloudy, and you've heard people say that, even though it's cloudy, you're still getting sun, still getting blue light, you know, even if it's cloudy outside. So you should be protecting yourself every day to maximally protect your skin from aging. Yeah, I see these older women. I think about the French women. And you always see French older women and they have this like porcelain skin. I mean, they just don't go out. They don't go out in the sun. I sometimes think it's a very American thing that we feel like that if our skin isn't tan, that or for Caucasian women anyway, if our skin isn't tan, then we don't look healthy or we don't look good. And that's something that has been sold to us as a bill of goods through advertising. Think back to the copper tone ads they, when we were little girls, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. If you didn't have a tan line, you weren't pretty. Right. So uh, let me ask you this question. Is all blue light bad for your skin? No, it's not. We need blue light. It boosts your alertness, helps your memory, helps cognitive function, elevates mood. It's responsible for your serotonin levels. It regulates your circadian rhythm in the body, which naturally awakens sleep cycles. So honestly, by having too much exposure to it, that's where the circadian rhythm gets off. And then we're not sleeping like we should. That also is us, by the way. Exposure to blue light during daytime hours helps maintain a healthy circadian rhythm overexposure is not good. Like anything, too much of anything is not good. Right. Yeah. Moderation is the key. What about acne? I'm pretty sure my brother, I'm pretty sure he had blue light therapy when he had big problems with acne. There is a blue light therapy called photodynamic therapy. Okay. But they use a chemical with it. And the chemical is activated by the blue light. And that chemical activation by the blue light is actually what's treating the acne or the actinic keratoses and the skin conditions. It's not the blue light itself, but it is a way to use the blue light positively to have a good effect. Right. Well, the same with plaque psoriasis. I talk a lot on this podcast about having psoriasis and I have a narrow band UVB light and also a blue light wand that I use that when my plaque psoriasis gets really out of control. So besides the obvious, which is wearing sunscreen and using anti-aging skincare products to protect yourself from all forms of damaging light, not just blue light. I mean, we all forms of damaging light indoors and outdoors. 
What other recommendations do you have for us? It would be to use the your blue light glasses when you're on your screens, you know, in front of your computers. But also, like I said before, is to go back and put those uh, filters, you know, on anything that you can. I know you might not can apply them to your TV, but your computers, they definitely make those filters that go over them or those protective screens for those and your phones. And that can help filter out some of the blue light as well. It's very important to Kelly at night as you're getting close to your sleep time that you try to get off the blue lights. Okay. Cause it, remember that circadian rhythm we talked about, this is going to help your sleep patterns and you have to have deeper sleep as well and to feel more rested in the mornings. Right. Well, it's really hard to do because I feel like even now it's like, oh, well, you have a Kindle. So you read on your Kindle before you go to bed. You know, we just need to read a good old fashioned book. Amen. <laughs> Turn off the TV, put on some music and get off our screens for two to three hours or limit screen time for two to three hours before uh, we go to bed at night. And that's just good common sense. And people have been worried about their eyes and eye strain during this. And I did read a study by the American Academy of Ophthalmology that said that the real damage is coming from the amount of time we're on the device because it causes eye strain. And then when you have eye strain, you don't blink as much and it really starts bothering your eyes. And so then you've got the blue light on top of that. So it cannot hurt to wear blue light glasses. Anything that we can do to give us extra layers of protection from all this. So Kelly, you know, you were talking about all of my studies and everything and reading. But you know, when you're talking about like TVs and watching them and how the blue light affects you. When I grew up, we didn't have a TV. We had too much work to do on our farm. So all I did was read. I don't know if somebody in my age range would know those Hardy Boy and Nancy Drew books. And, oh, yeah. You know, all the time, that's what I did was read when I had a chance. And so, of course, then being a kid, you know, I was like, oh, this is the worst not having a TV, right? And now I'm so grateful for it. Because yes. how much healthier that it made me in general, number one, reading, because people don't really read anymore. You talk to a millennial and you ask them to read something, and they're like, can I watch a video on it? Oh, that's more blue light, isn't <laughs> exactly. it? No, the whole point is to just kind of focus on that and get out of all of this moving patterns backwards and forwards in front of your mind that keeps your mind busy and actually able to be like sit down and just be quiet. And it's something we very few of us experience anymore in our busy world. No, it's true. I remember when I was pregnant and reading a lot about when you have a child modeling behavior so that you model behavior that you sit down and you're calm or you have quiet time and or you have reading time. I don't think I did a very good job at that at all with that at all. I think I was just running around with like a chicken with my head cut off. And now my kid kind of runs around like a chicken with his head cut off. <laughs> I don't think I did very a very good job at modeling behavior. But Kelly, this- <laughs> monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. Well, this is certainly a timely topic as we all struggle with the balance between getting our work done, being social, because think about how much time you spend on social media. I did set the app on my phone to monitor my screen time so I get alerts just because it, it helps to be aware when you see, oh my gosh, I've been on my screen for, I've been on my phone for four hours already today. That makes you take a step back. And on this podcast, we're just we're trying to help everyone stay healthy. And so thank you, Angelia, for shedding light, pun intended, mm-hmm. on the serious topic. Each week I ask you what your favorite of the moment skincare product is. So what is it this week? 
Kelly, it's going to be the same thing as last week. It's that powdered sunscreen. <laughs> we love that stuff. That clear sunscreen that's an SPF 50 that any skin type, shade, color can use. It's not heavy. It's not greasy. And you can put it on inside or outside. That's it. Well, it really would work as an extra layer of protection while you're on your screen. You can just keep it right by your screen because it's a small little powder brush. Right. So if you brush it on a couple of times during the day over your, it can serve as your sunscreen. Yeah. Kelly, what if you just had one and set it beside your computer on your desk? I'm going to do that because I have like five of them and they're all different places. Like one's in my car because your car is another place you need to be really Correct. careful. So I'll like put it on my, you know how when you get shiny, I'll just use that sunscreen powder to knock off the shine put some on the back of my hands because you're on the steering wheel. You want to protect your hands. Then I have one in my beach bag. I have one in my purse. And now I'm going to put one beside my laptop. And Kelly, one of the beautiful things is, is you can apply it underneath your foundation or over your foundation. So it doesn't matter if you have that on, you know, like a lot of things you're like, oh, I got to go get my foundation off to be able to apply this. No. So just put it there and just put it on. And it's easy. You just put the brush and dust it on your face, use it in circles. That's what the velocity of the circle helps to bring it out. That's how it needs to be applied. But I mean, it's easy. You get up kind of moping from all that blue light where you didn't sleep well, <laughs> have it set inside your computer, dust your face with it as you're having your Zoom call. And it does come in a cup. You can get it in clear yes, or you can get it in several shades. So if you want a little color on your face, a little color in the powder, you can select a color. And also it won a big award to a big national award from Trip Savvy as a reef safe sunscreen, which it tells me that if you're going to be out surfing or anywhere where there are a lot of reefs around, there's a lot of sun. So I absolutely love the A Methods mineral sunscreen. You should check it out. And then we just started last week on this podcast, adding another little final moment to the podcast where I ask you what your favorite health tip of the week is since you are taking all these classes and studying the relationship between body, mind, and spirit. Is there an all-natural health tip you have for us this week? It is, Kelly. I'm going to talk about papaya. So papaya has been used for many years to help with stomach issues. Like back in the day, if you had stomach cramps or you would eat some papaya because it helped your digestion. And now we've gotten away to where we go, you know, eat all these Tums and things like this. So Papaya, if you have some stomach issues, drink some papaya juice. Actually, natural. Don't go buy some that's got all the sugars and stuff added to it in the store. Eat a piece of papaya. I've even looked for dried papaya, so I could keep it with me on the road. Also, papaya is good for infections. I read an article where people even have put papaya on jelly stings, jellyfish stings. Okay, so which I think is interesting considering that we live at the ocean. But another good thing is a we talked about papaya having those enzymes. If they make papaya mask, actually, too, it's really good for your skin. Interesting. Well, I love to eat papaya, so that's not going to be a problem for me. And we are going to have an episode coming up soon on masks. So, well, I, maybe the A Method needs to develop a papaya mask for us. That could be in the works. <laughs> it could be. Well, it's, it's been great having you on again today, and I hope everyone learned a little bit about blue light, blue light skincare, and how to better protect our skin from blue light. So to our listeners, don't forget to follow the Skincare Moxie podcast and social media by following The A Method on Facebook and The A Method on Instagram. You can also follow the hashtag Skincare Moxie 
and Moxie is spelled M-O-X-I-E. If you'd like to subscribe to the podcast so it comes directly to your inbox each week, visit theamethod.com and click on the podcast icon at the top right of the screen. When you do that, the podcast will, a link will come to your inbox every week along with a discount code for 20% off an entire purchase. In addition, theamethod.com now has live chat available. So if you need to get on a skincare regimen or have a question about a product or want to stock up on those mineral sunscreens and need to ask a question, just chat with us and a live esthetician will help you out. If you also want to speak to Angelia directly and get some skincare advice, she generously agreed to answer your email questions personally. And her email is Angelia at the amethod.com and that's spelled A-N-G-E-L-I-A. Special thanks to our sound engineer, Chris Hill of Knoxville-based HumblePod at HumblePod.com. We'll talk to you next week, everyone. Take good care.